0: And I'm back again. So we're at part two. Um, I wanted to finish my thought on the divine masculine and the divine feminine. Because I think that this is a beyond important topic. I was talking about Barbie. And having seen that, I feel like there was a lot of parody behind like toxic masculine, toxic feminine. It was like the portrayal of that in media and in culture, especially in America. I feel like maybe it is global culture too, but um, seeing toxic masculine as they're poking at. So basically it says um, the movie is about Barbie. It's Barbie's dream house. It's not Ken's dream house, it's Barbie's. So it's like in their world, it's very female dominated, female ruled. Females are better than males in the Barbie movie in real life, their portrayal according to the movie is that um, direct opposite, that it's a man's world, that women are less, um, and that it's like a approach to feminism. So I feel like the overlaying topic of having positive feminine and positive masculine is to have this approach and this sense of a higher purpose of self. I feel like it's really important to note that us as humans go through intervals of masculine and feminine in ourself. Like we just embody that as people. We are that, that is us. So being both parts, the shadow and light, yin and yang, masculine, feminine, positive, negative, we embody duality no matter what. So in today's culture, there's been a push and movement towards destroying the embodiment of the two energies by creating more energies the argument, I feel like, is that um, having more than just the two energies embodies a sense of inclusiveness and overwhelming um, connection to all parts. However, the main point in all of history and spirituality in energy, there's positive and negative. Positive and negative is portrayed as masculine and feminine. So I think there's a lot of confusion, um, like people trying to figure out what that masculine and feminine is within themselves and in order to find that they have to dig deep and look into areas of their talents Uh, maybe they're you know a writer a scientist a doctor a healer a teacher a coach you know it doesn't matter what avenue that they do their self-expression but when you figure out what your self-expression is what you're passionate about you can merge that into positive attitudes and experiences to genuinely connect with yourself and your power and your passions um, in the better parts of you and develop them on a much massive uh, flow and scale. I feel like there's a sense that's been lost in the last video, um, last part of this, part one, I had spoken about the three energies that showed up in my personal deck for the collective, which was Gemini, shadow, and sound. I wanted to get to the point of sound energy and the importance of sound healing within the body. Um, Everything has a vibrational frequency. Even intentions or thoughts or words have a frequency to them. Sound is very important to humans and Gemini just so happens to be the the zodiac sign of communication and and throat chakra, communicating energies. the gemini system rules the arms it rules the lungs um there's a lot that it it connects with that is the communication center so i feel like sound showing up with shadow is like what are you telling yourself and others what are you communicating with your personal thoughts what are you expressing in your own intentions and do you feel safe you know honored by your energy and your feelings and your potency do you feel connected um i feel like gemini is one of the signs that it sits in the third house it's about communication connections people short travel uh siblings i think that there's this part of ourself that we we don't get to experience in culture and media and that's the self that's in the silence We find that in traumatic situations or in other people. So if you're in a partnership, you find yourself a lot of the time um, or you lose yourself because we get rid of it. I think this is that same parallel to media. I think that in order to find that divine masculine and feminine, there has to be a sense of them merging together as one. They have to be a part of each other in some capacity. I think we forget that that they are the same and they're different Um, just because I was born with a vagina does not mean that I ever embodied or felt connected to the feminine I may look feminine now for my work and my position of work but if you were to look at pictures of me when I was younger and uh, throughout my life I had very strong streaks to masculine tendencies very independent very outspoken Uh, I would communicate with anybody and everybody I was very friendly and connected, and I did what I wanted. I acted on my my thoughts. I did the movement towards which is masculine. I loved uh, military, playing military with my friends that were guys. I hung out with mostly men. Um, I embodied a sense of intelligence, and I would act on the intelligence by curiosity, by uh, you know cause and effect. You do something, and then you get a, a reaction out of that. So you know, if I wanted to test limits, I would whether that was verbally or through a experiment as kids do. So I feel like that was very masculine. I didn't find my feminine until uh, I think high school like was where it really started. Um, middle school, not so much. I feel like my femininity was very it was never thought. Um, my parents were very open about a lot of topics and they were very communicative and they never like hid much but i was very sheltered so it was like we didn't talk about sex openly they were just concepts they were never discussions that were very forthright i was more into my interests so i would ask some questions about theology spiritualism aliens ghosts um fairies you know i was very into the metaphysical world when i got older and i had gone to an all-girls board in catholic school and i myself as you can imagine i'm not a catholic i am Not religious at all. I'm very spiritual. The femininity started to come in because I was surrounded by women. It was an all girl school. And I think that I found that femininity by observing their tactics. You know, they were young, they had hormones flying everywhere, they were experimental, they were playful, they connected with their femininity quite a bit. I never acknowledged it. I didn't care what I looked like. I would wear the same eyeliner that you see every day that's on me, the cat eye and it was something i embodied as a form of protection um around a lot of the feral feminine energies my school was incredibly connected to i would say like i'm not political but i would say like towards like a democratic viewpoint it was very liberal um liberal arts it was a liberal arts school and so there was a lot of you know, focus on humanitarianism or act, acting, you know, actually going out and doing things in the environment and like how can we help the environment? How can we help the people? Feminism was very strong in my school and I wouldn't say I'm an anti-feminist or a feminist. I just acknowledge exists and it's not a concept that I put myself in front of. So I think that upon being a masculine person myself and connecting and finding the femininity through others. I was able to bridge the two. I found beauty. I found connecting with expressing myself on the outside. I took care of myself more. I did more uh, cleaning my face and my body more often. Um, I was very, very conscious of um, acts of nurturing, which I feel like is the divine feminine. I connected to my spirituality to survive because I, it was, you know, I went to a religious school, so I didn't want to be a part of uh, the religious standing or whatever. It was not my, my focus. My focus was survival. So in the tanking of my mental health and the tanking of my physical health, um, I found. I need to take care of myself, I need to do something about this, I need to get better, so the the positive feminine that came in was the divine self that said, okay, we need to nurture ourselves, we need to take more vitamins, we need to ask for help, we need to branch out, so that was my subconscious, my masculine self just said, "Like screw it, let's just keep pushing through, we could do this, it doesn't matter, and I feel like it was just out of survival and ego. So the point I'm getting at is there are strengths and weaknesses in every component to both sides. Um, People go through hardships, people tap into one part or the other, whether you're the observer, feeler, or you're the doer, um, actor, reactor. Um, These two parts are one in the same and they're one in the whole. I think that we will see this in our culture being kind of the make or break right now, and it's gonna lead to a lot of change in the world. Um, I'm going to pull again from a new deck, the numerology oracle. I'd like to see in the highest good of those listening uh, what most of the collective would like to hear, past, present, future, for those who are watching, what most is important for you to acknowledge in this consciousness, change, leadership, change, leadership, and perseverance. The change being obvious. (laughs) We are moving into a state of change. Um, Being ready for change. Um, Leadership, connecting with people who you could be a part of a community and taking leadership in your independent self. You, focusing on you, developing you, building you. Been talking about this for weeks, but the change is coming, it's inevitable. Um, And it's because of these political phenomena, um, media phenomena, you name it. It's all coming together, they're all the same perseverance would be to continue on the path of yourself self-realization self-development self-perseverance i feel like these are all important concepts you can't really help anybody else until you help yourself and i feel like that's the most important thing right now um overview you know kind of like the overview of what most everybody needs to know let's pull from that uh, earth alchemy oracle and just pull the last overview in that's the theme of this blue kyanite and honeysuckle yeah sword of truth freedom warrior of light stop holding yourself back this is a very important concept um kyanite being the the stone of truth this picture really reminds me of like king arthur which is funny because it's been coming up a lot um what is true you know his story history right the idea of um, whoever wins, the victor, is the one that tells the story in the end. So make sure that your outcome is that you're the victor of your life. You're the one who's controlling your life. You're the one that's speaking the truth of your life. And embody that and own it and respect it in integrity and share that with others. Being an integral light with others. Don't hold yourself back from what you want. Be a warrior of light. This is spiritual warfare. We're all getting hit. Everybody. Everybody no matter what country, no matter what age, no matter what you claim to be, we're all changing. And this is a moment in history where we will we will see this change on levels that we can't even fathom yet because we're just before the, the transition happens. For those of you that are tapping into the sacred feminine and the sacred masculine, my advice is in the sacred masculine, you wanna think of the, the mental and physical. In the sacred feminine, you want to think of the emotional-spiritual. To embody both in the highest light. So they come together and then it's part of the ether. It just is as above, so below. They are connected, so what it be. When you think of the masculine for the mental, the mental health is very important. I've been talking a lot with a client who is um, very connected to sports health and uh, building people's uh, awareness around what the sport entails um and how injuries can be uh, you know, irreversible and how you can physically take care of yourself by martial arts. I would actually recommend, there's um, Millennia Gym down in Cave Creek. Um, amazing, Josh is just an amazing person. He embodies this and he is martial arts teacher. He holds his gym for students and adults, male, female, doesn't matter. Um, I feel like that is very powerful medicine to have is to have an expression in a physical form, whether it's martial arts yoga, you know, if it's uh, uh, movement or aggression to exude energy or if it's flow and chi and blood flow and getting the body stretched and relieved of tension, either way, a good encompassment for masculine energy in the body. The mind is the same, um, being mentally connected, being mentally aware, stimulating your mind with puzzles and thoughts and your interests and your focuses, things that you value and maybe learning new values and letting go of old ones that no longer serve. And the emotional, I would say, emotional health is important. Purging, feeling your feelings, do not block your feelings, let them flow. Even if it's painful, there's a lot going on, it's okay. You're allowed to feel. Um, if you need to move on and let go of somebody and you love them dearly and it's hard to let go. Um, you don't have to let them go forever. It's just focusing on you right now so that you can develop forward, you can move forward, you can grow, you can build and heal so that you can be prepared to deal with it again if you have to. In the spiritual health, um, absolutely having a routine, a ceremony, a ritual, a you know, a legacy, something that's yours, a, a project, an expression, something that's you, um, putting your energy into that because that's you, it's a part of you, so whatever that entails for you. If you have questions, you can always ask me, but otherwise I think these are good concepts. Um, all the movies that are coming out are testing the limits of truth. What is true, I mean, even at the end of the day, they're storytelling, even if they're media, they're based off of something real or a phenomena or a real project or a product or something. Um, they're displayed through a story, and a story is, a story. It is not truth. So it's always taking whatever you feel most connected to that's in your highest good that aligns if it's true for you to hear it Um, and then leaving the rest. If you guys felt called to be connected to this and you heard this and you value this, please share it. Please connect with it more. Um, It'll be in the podcast. I appreciate you guys also very much and um, so much more to come. So many topics to cover. Um, I hope you guys have such a wonderful rest of your day. This is Kiara of Crystal Prophecy. Um, You'll hear this on my spirituality podcast. And I'm amazed by the progress that I'm seeing with people listening to what I value as truth. And I will always, always be working on myself as well so that I can give you guys as much information as I can. And offer you tools that you can develop forward with. So thank you guys so much. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.